0: I'm a man on a mission I'm a man on a mission I take it up i got that ambition I take it up I'm a man on a mission Hey peeps, welcome to episode 137 of the Speedmenter podcast With me, your host Gavin Wall uh, To some, I'm the unofficial Lord Mayor of Belfast To others, I should be President of Northern Ireland But the most, I'm probably that gobshite that uh, we wished had not given up his career as a barrister and then we'd probably never have heard of him other than the odd write-up in the newspapers for defending some of the worst scum of the universe. Yes, the worst scum of the universe. So don't fear us, cheer us. If you ever get near us, don't jeer us. We're the fearless. Men in black freezing up all the flack. What's that stand for? Men in black. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. The men in black. Let me just bounce with it. Just bounce with it. Just bounce with it. Come on and bounce with it. Let me just slide. Just slide me. Just come on. Let me just take a walk with me. Just walk with me. Take a walk with me. Come on. And make your neck work. Now freeze. We're the worst scum in the universe. Fuck me. Jesus. I I, I actually, I think I sang that maybe about 100 episodes ago. And I absolutely nailed it. And today... I'm not even sure if I got if I got the beat right or the words right or maybe I'm losing my touch. Um <laughs> No that, that little interlude fuck, that was that was horrendous. That was horr I'm gonna say that folks. I, I think that singing was horrendous. I might edit that out. Um who knows? Yeah, it was that bad. But anyway, that little interlude brings me to the resin d'etre for this episode. I'll be right up. ...front about and say that I've absolutely no idea if there's enough meat on this kernel of an idea that I've got That's not Colonel Saunders on the back of the vegan stuff No, just K-E-R-N-E-L of an idea I've had to create an episode I'm not even sure if I've talked about this before But I suppose if I can't remember talking about it What's the chances of you remember hearing about it? Now Philip Armstrong, Slister and Belfast will remember Because he remembers everything but the rest of you are probably asleep through much of my output, so I'll give it a little go. So here it goes. I get asked about my singing quite a bit, and you've actually probably just heard the worst rendition of anything I've ever done. And the questions I get asked range from, number one, are you really that bad? Number two, why do you sing on your podcasts? Number three, you should do more singing. It's that bad, I actually enjoy it. Number four, I don't believe that you're that bad. You're just putting it on for effect and to get attention. Um, Did I say number five? Number six, I don't know whether I've I've lost track here. Number six, anyway. Uh, You should release a karaoke record or a whole podcast episode of all your favourite songs, which would be absolutely amazing and would be sure to be number one in the charts in Northern Ireland and even maybe further afield. So those are broadly the range of views I get about my singing on the podcast. And you're probably listening right now going, he really is that bad. He really is putting it on or like a whole episode or whatever you're thinking, you're likely to fall into one of those categories. And if there are alternative views on my singing, don't be afraid to hit me up on social and let me know all about what you think. I'm genuinely interested in your views about this. Now, there's a guy called Manfred McKenzie who absolutely loves giving Manfred a wee shout out, loves the podcast. He's actually coming over to Northern Ireland from London. I'm going to meet up with him, and uh, he says he listens to the singing the first time round when he listens to an episode, but he listens to the episodes multiple times, but he doesn't listen to the singing uh, on the second or third. Maybe you're like that. So anyway, the reason I'm genuinely interested in your views are that they tell me a little bit about you. Now, you mightn't have realised that everything you do tells a little it leaves a little trail or a little trace of what you really think So for instance the feedback feedback I get from people who think that I'm pretending to be a bad singer Is often from the cynical types who are looking for an agenda in everything that they see They take nothing at face value Everything, er, everything and everyone is up to something And is indicative of the suspicion and cynicism which rules the entirety of their miserable lives It's actually a pretty miserable existence to be carrying about that level of suspicion About the rest of the fellow human beings on this planet Just think about that for a minute folks Then there are those who just think it's a bit of crack Take it for what it appears to be That's That it's just the Chief Walrus larking about And fair play to him for having the balls to have a laugh The next thing I'm going to say here is going to sound so so wrong But I see this group of people as the contented people In reality This is the optimum state of mind But there's a little bit of what some refer to as sheeple Or half sheep uh, You know, merely a follower of somebody else's ability to think And half people, i.e. sheeple I think that's unfair And it's born from jealousy of those miserable bastards That we were just talking about a minute ago But there is a group Many of this group will actually have walrus uh, passports um, As they're smarter than the average bear Uh, In this case And they are the people who say I don't care what others think I do it to show that you shouldn't And this is I do it to show that you shouldn't care When you release yourself from caring You can try things you wouldn't otherwise try Those things can be the things and usually are Which can make you unique from other people They're your own personal superpower But you hide them away um, because you're afraid of what others think Think about P.T. Barnum's circus Let's embrace the unique inside of you Now, when I got thinking about that As I was preparing for this episode It actually reminded me a little bit actually Of TGI Friday Do you remember that wee show with Chris Evans Where they used to do a slot every week Called Freak or Unique Now perhaps Chris Evans Who actually gets pilloried quite a bit in the press but he's nearly always ahead of his fucking time and he was here again, in my opinion. Embrace our difference. Embrace your difference. That is your superpower. And when you embrace the differences of others, that lifts you to a whole higher level than the cynical bastards. Interestingly, there are lots of politicians trying to force us down a different path. That we should be wary of difference And this is going on in the political uh, space at the minute We should be wary of difference And reject it But I say the opposite is true If we want to have success And that's why I do the singing And that's why I do it To show you And let you think about Why the hell is he doing it And tell you this goes back actually quite a way with me. I'm going to tell you the, the genesis of this. In P3, um, there was a classroom audition for the school choir. And Mrs Birmingham uh, in our school, the t- uh, teacher, auditioned everyone in front of the entire class. Now, she went round everybody one at a time. Now, I was a second last person Because of the direction that she went around the class. And probably if she'd done it alphabetically, that would have been the same as well, because my surname is Wall. And although I had never sung before, I had this weird, weird, I can remember to this day foreboding that I couldn't actually do it. Now, the memory is as clear today as the day it happened. Now, I don't know uh, why that feeling has stuck with me for more than 40 years, almost 45 years, but Mrs. Birmingham, she actually wasn't even my teacher. So she didn't do it out of malice, but when it came to my turn to singing, I'd had a long wait, and I did my best, and it sounded good in my head, but I could tell that Mrs Birmingham didn't think that it sounded good in her head. Her face face told the flipping story. Now she was a good teacher by all accounts, but she was old school for sure, very stern, and I could see her face grimacing, and there was a clear, what the holy fuck! all over it that she'd never heard anything like it in her life and that it was like listening to somebody's nails getting scarred down the flipping blackboard now out of the 60 children there were six and seven year olds i was the only one who was subsequently excluded from the choir or certainly that was my memory of it anyway and a note went home with me to my mother to let her know that i wouldn't be in the choir and my mum being my mum She's the only one who's allowed to have a dig at me, by the way, Uh, in her mind anyway. Mrs Birmingham isn't allowed to in her mind, my mum is. And if anyone else uh, uh, does, you better uh, be ready as she does have a dig at me better than she's had a dig at me. You better be ready because she's going to come and have a dig at you. So off she went to Mrs Birmingham to sort her out. And she says to Mrs Birmingham, what's this note all about that you're not letting Gavin into the choir? And Mrs Birmingham simply said, Have you ever heard him sing? And the way she said it, we surely knew that I must have been freaking bad. And that was the end of the conversation. My mum was no longer going to war with Mrs Birmingham. So there you have it. It was the genesis of my awareness around some people not being able to see the beauty in my singing back there in the mid-1970s. And I never had an opportunity to put that properly to rights. Until more than 40 years later, and Mrs Birmingham will be turning in her fucking grave listening to the Speed podcast. There you go, Mrs Birmingham, take a piece of that. But, in all seriousness, there is a very important point, and the reason behind my singing on the pods, and it's this. I don't give a fuck about what people think, and it stands me in very good stead in everything I do. Does that make sense to you? Now, there's a subtlety, though, to what I'm saying. I want people to like my material, to like me. I'm not agnostic about that. Some people say that they don't give a fuck about others, but I do because I have a message of hope and opportunity and I want as many as possible to believe that. But if they don't, they don't. And I don't worry about it. I want them to, but if they don't, that's fine. And when it comes to my singing, I would like others to like it. But if they don't, it'll not stop me singing. Do you get the point? And that's what I'm trying to evidence in the episode. Who cares whether I'm good or bad? It doesn't matter. Who cares whether it fits with what is considered to be pitch perfect or good singing? Who cares if I look like a fool? Who cares if some people think I'm putting it on? Who cares if Mrs Birmingham or whomever that Mrs Birmingham is in your life? Because we've all got them. When you get past this point, it doesn't matter if you get their approval or not You do you Don't do someone else Or don't do who you think that society thinks that you should do Or don't conform to the narrow silo society pressures you to stay within Let's rise up against Mrs Birmingham's of this world And unite in our uniqueness Because that's our secret freaking sauce We are the fucking freaks. We're different. You're only ever going to get average if you're doing what every other fucker is doing. So do you have an unusual way that you close a sales lead that's not in your sales manual but you keep it all to yourself? Do you have an unusual way to squeeze the pips from your creative juices but you keep that to yourself? Do you know how to train a puppy but it's a bit weird so it stays in your and your puppy's secrets? Uh, Are you a real geek at collecting something but you think that you'll be ridiculed so you keep it to yourself? Well, remember what happened to the geeks, the gits and the socks and the musks. They're all in the freaking world, folks. Do you let Mrs Birmingham or all the other Mrs Birmingham's you'll meet? Do you let them see that there are lots of things in your life that you're trying to hide? The people who make sure you stay in your silo. When I used to do mentoring for primary school kids through the Young Enterprise Northern Ireland, and they have a very similar setup actually across the UK. And advise everyone out there to volunteer your services as it's really fulfilling. And when I'm in a class of seven year olds and I ask them, what do you all want to do with your lives? And what do you want to create? Every wee hand goes up and they're all really excited to tell me what they want in their lives. And they go, hey mister, hey mister, I want to be a footballer or an astronaut or a pilot or a pop star. And they're all really excited. You know what happens? Ten years later when I see them and they're playing for their first job in Subway or in Spar with no qualifications and even worse little aspiration. That's not to say that we don't have great people who are working and having great careers in Subway. Um, because we try to sort of reinfigurate them back out in them. But what has happened is all the Mrs. Birminghams of the world. I feel a bit bad about Mrs. Birmingham at this stage. Like I hope none of her family actually listen to this. She was a good teacher. I'm just using her figuratively. Okay, folks, don't don't be Send a, a letter to your MP or anything like that about me. So. All telling you every time you do something Differently or you're not the same as the Others that you need to stop and Do it the same way as everybody else They're the ones who are fucking killing us They're the ones who are creating this uh, are are killing the the, the, uh, Creativity and the truth uh, The truth was That I liked singing I just wasn't suitable for the choir But I knew one day My singing would find its place And its purpose And you know One other thing I also know, it's that you've been waiting this whole episode long, thinking to yourself, well, what fucking hymn was it that was so fucking awful (laughs) when he sung to Mrs. Birmingham that he's excluded, the only person excluded, from a choir of 60 people? I'm going to bash it out right now for you folks, just so you can see if Miss Birmingham was right
1: or not. Fresh from the world Sweet the range new fall Sunlit from heaven Like the first fall On the first grass Praise for the sweetness of the wet garden, strong and completeness where his feet pass. Mine is the sunlight Mine is the morning Born of the one light Eden saw play Praise with elation Praise every morning God's recreation of then you day. day Morning has, has, broken, like morning. Morning. Blackbird Blackbird has, has broken like the first morning Blackbird bird. has spoken like the first bird Praise for the singing. Hallelujah, brother. Praise for the morning. Praise Praise for them springing. Fresh from the world. That wee round of applause that didn't get 40 years ago. I'm not taking a piss here, but I think
0: I'm really good at that. Revenge. Mrs Birmingham has been a dish best served cold. And this one is stone cold for you over 40 years in the making So what is it that you've got inside that you actually just need to let out And let it find its place and its purpose But no one is going to do it for you No one will encourage it out of you You've got to find that thing and that place yourself Because at the end of the day, it's your choice